listening to the Embassy Church Podcast. And here is today's message. I wanted to disrupt the service a little bit. It's not our usual order, but I want to talk to you just for a moment. I know that a lot of us have uh, started our 21-day fast, and I just wanted to talk to us about it. Talk to you, talk to myself about it. I know that it has been hard. I know that when you go into something, it's exciting. It's like, yeah, it's going to be great, and it's going to be awesome, and you get into it, and you're like, I don't want to do this no more. This isn't fun. <laughs> this is hard. And remember, we talked about um, fasting. We talked about fasting being afflicting our souls. Well, affliction is never fun. Am I right? Anybody, anybody willfully just feel like, I want to be afflicted. Well, I guess that's what we're willfully doing right now. And so I was praying on, I can't remember what day, one of the days. I did an Instagram post, but recognizing that there are lots of people that are um, fasting Instagram or uh, Facebook or whatever, social media um, is your preference. Maybe it's all of it, but fasting it. And so you never saw what I said. And I was in prayer and I just felt um, that a lot of people were struggling and wanting to give up. And so I wanted to encourage you as I was praying and being like, God, I just 21 days. It's amazing. I think it was, we started Tuesday. So I think it was Wednesday that I started counting how many more days left. I think I did that five times in a day. Like I knew the number, but I just kept counting like, okay, so I've got, well, how many weekends and how many Mondays and how many, and I just kept doing it over and over again because your flesh begins to talk, right? And we, and we talked about that. It's, it's putting your flesh under your spirit. And so one of the things that God said to me, he says, in the middle, you're in the tension. And tension always comes before the breakthrough. And so that, that uncomfortableness, that, that feeling, it's, it's tension. And so I begin to uh, read in the Bible and I went into, and I'm going to read it for you today. We're going to read it in Matthew. Just to encourage you, Jesus, this is interesting, Jesus was baptized in Matthew 3. He comes out of the water and he has this amazing experience. The heavens open up, a dove comes down and, and the father says loud, out loud, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. And that's how the chapter ends. And then it says, in some versions and not in mine, but in one version says immediately, Jesus went into, the Holy Spirit took Jesus into the wilderness. In verse one here it says, then Jesus, was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and he became very hungry. Understand that in this time, this time of tension, that there will be temptation that comes. And understand this, if you gave in to temptation, don't stop, just start again. Just start again. It's not, about the, it's not about the letter of the law. It's the spirit of the thing is that we are surrendering parts of ourselves. We are surrendering our lives to Jesus. This, just pick it back up. Don't, don't let shame come in. Don't let the devil say, well, you've done now the church. Look at you. No, it's not an easy thing. There is a struggle. There is a struggle in it. So Jesus is being led. I just got to read this. In the footnotes of my Bible, it says this, 
The Holy Spirit leading, the Holy Spirit's leading is not always into comfort and ease. The Spirit may lead us, as He did Jesus, into places where we will be proven, tested, and strengthened for our future ministry. After Jesus' greatest affirmation from heaven came a great time of testing. And I just thought that was interesting. It says, into places where you will be proven, tested, and strengthened. And it was for his future ministry. It's for what God has for us, what God has for you to be proven, to be tested, but to be strengthened as well. So when it says, during this time, the devil came and said to him, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, no, the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. He says, no, people don't live by bread alone. That's not what sustains us. It's the word of God. And, and I felt to encourage you to, to get into the word of God in this time when you feel weak, when you feel tested, when you feel tempted, when it gets hard, go to the word of God. This is what sustains you. This is the living word of God. There are times, and maybe none of you have ever felt this, but there are times when I, when I read the Word of God, I feel it in my body. I feel it. I feel it. I feel that it's like, it's like soundness to my body. I need the Word of God. And then it says, Then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple, and said, If you are the Son of God, jump off. For the Scriptures say, he will order his angels to protect you and he will hold you up with their hands so you won't even so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone and then jesus responded the scripture also says you must not test the lord your god and i I stewed on this one for a while because i said god what are you trying to say in the middle of this verse what what is it that you're trying to say and and I, and I researched it and I was searching and I found in the footnotes of one of my other Bibles it said that it was not yet Jesus' time. It was not yet Jesus' time that he had put him in a place of testing, of being refined, of, 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 of um, going through these things, that it was not yet his time to do those things. It was not yet his time of ministry. And it says Jesus was content to rest in the Father's timing of what he had planned for him and I felt like because of my own life because of my own thought processes of well maybe maybe it doesn't have to be 21 days or, or maybe and I'm talking about what God's speaking to me maybe maybe I, I can I can change it a little bit here or tweak it a little bit here and and I just felt like the Lord was like be content in my timing that there are, there are greater things yet to come, but this time, right now, this day, right now, is ordained by the Lord for you. He is working and doing something in you. And then the next verse says, next the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. He says, I will give it all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. And Jesus said, get out of here, Satan. For the scripture says, you must worship the Lord 
your God and serve him only. You must worship the Lord and serve him only. And I felt like that there's a shift that's taking place in our own lives because there are idols and things that we worship um, that aren't godly, that aren't God, that we've put ahead of him. And God says, in this time, I'm taking your, your perspective, I'm taking what you look at and I'm shifting it from the things that you once worshiped or the things that you once ran to or the things that you built as idols and I'm shifting it to be the place of you worship me. And so in, your, in, in, in our time of fasting, when you feel that, oh, I feel uneasy, I would encourage you, worship, worship. Turn on the worship music or, or just begin to raise your hands and give thanks to God. Do whatever you have to do just to begin to worship Him. No, I will not let my flesh speak louder. I will not worship these things any longer. I will worship God. It's a shift in the things that we worship. Okay. Then it says, then the devil went away and angels came to take care of Jesus. I want to show you in Luke. Same story in Luke 4. Exact same story where Jesus is talking to, talking to Satan. And verse 13 says, when the devil had finished tempting Jesus... He left him until the next opportunity came. And then in verse 14, it says, Then, then, Jesus returned to Galilee, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. Then, after this time of testing had taken place, Jesus came out, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. And I felt like this was something that we can hold on to as a church that then I'm going through this and Jesus is in every moment and he's working and he's doing something in me. But I am coming out of this place filled and armed with the power of the Holy Spirit for what he has called us to do in the days ahead. Amen. I was thinking about, and I don't know if you remember this, but I was thinking about um, a prophecy that I had given. I don't honestly remember if it was at the beginning of the year or if, if it was at a time when we had been able to join. I, I don't remember, but um, God was reminding me of this yesterday where he said, um, you will finish this year saying, I'm not the same person that I was. Everything's changed. I'm not the same person that I was. And I thought it was quite ironic, not that anything's really ironic with God, but <laughs> I thought it was quite amazing that we would finish this year out with a fast. And I believe that going into 2022, that we will look back and say, I'm not the same person. I'm not the same person that I was. Everything's changed. For his glory, to be carriers of his glory. Amen. Amen. And so I just encourage you, I encourage you, and, and hey, if you haven't started, and you're like, oh, I don't know, no, start. It, uh, we talked about it, it doesn't have to be food. There are many people doing amazing different things, and it's wonderful. It's wonderful to hear. I, um, everyone just, God has touched them and talked to them about certain things. I was telling the sound booth before where I am doing food, and that doesn't mean you need to do food. I am doing food, and and that was kind of the plan. I had gone into it saying, 
uh, I'm just going to do fruit and vegetables. I'm not going to eat meat. And, and that was kind of my plan. But you know when you have a plan, but you actually know the Holy Spirit's like, mm, 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 mm. and I just like, yes, fruit and vegetables, the Lord saith. <laughs> and as it got closer, I'm like, no, I know, I know, I know. And so I, I'll do liquids, yes, Lord. And so I, I went into that, and, and of my own choice, I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll try to abstain from social media, except for parts of it's my work, but I'll, I'll try to abstain from that. But that was my own choice just to kind of get away from it. The morning of, I wake up, and it's like the morning of the fast, and we've begun it, and, and uh, I'm praying, and I hear the Lord say, I want you to stop buying anything, anything for yourself. Which is fine, okay? Accept that. Uh, it was my birthday, like a couple of weeks ago, and I got gift cards. <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. That's exactly what I did. Oh, and I said, well, if I would have known that you were going to ask this of me, I would have spent my gift cards before the fast. And God said, that's exactly why I told you today. <laughs> So my point is, is that God gives us these individual things. We don't have to do it all the same. It's that we are surrendering parts of us that God knows have been idols in our life or what we use to cope or what we run to instead of running to Him or something that just absolutely subdues our flesh and says, no, that I'm constantly having to say, no, you don't get to go there. No, you don't get to do that. I was driving to Saskatoon and I said, I, I, I said, Lord, I, I need some uh, eyebrow pencil for my eyes. Am, am I able to get eyebrow pencil? I'm almost out. And he said, yes, you can get eyebrow pencil. And I said, okay, I'm going to stop, get some eyebrow pencil. And um, eyebrow pencils for filling in your eyebrows. If men are like, Why, what's the eyebrow pencil? <laughs> Does she draw on her eyebrows? No, I have eyebrows. I just fill them in. Okay. <laughs> And so I, I'm driving to Saskatoon. I'm like, I'll stop. I'll get the eyebrow pencil. And before I knew it, this was my brain. Well, I should get lip gloss. My lips are dry. I need lip gloss. Ooh, I wonder what kind of lip gloss they have. I'm going to stop and get lip gloss. But that's okay because that's makeup. That's necessities. So that's fine. Oh, I need a candle. I need a candle. So I'll just stop and grab a candle. And then I, that's just, that's, and I started to, in my mind, justify why it would be, or, or Doreen said, I started to bargain with God, and I just said, you know what? I'm not even going to get the eyebrow pencil. Just, no. I can see where this is going. Later on, I'm on my phone, not social media. I, I'm on my phone, and, and this app pops up, and I'm like, oh, I need that app. I should get that app. That's fine. I don't normally buy apps. I don't know, right? And God's like, oh. <laughs> it's like 99 cents, God. <laughs> Is that something for you or is that a necessity? It's for me, <sighs> you know? And so, but just recognizing these things in my life that when, when even there's nothing to turn to, what am I turning to? And so I just encourage you today to keep going. There may be tension. You may be like, feel uncomfortable. I know some people are like, I, I should feel something. Sometimes you don't feel anything at all. It's the surrender. It's the surrender. It's the life laid down. I was just thinking about this um, today about sacrifice. Now we want, we want the 
passion. We want the fire. We want the presence of God. We want that. That takes sacrifice. Fire falls on sacrifice. We are sacrificing right now. And God provides the fire. God, you are so, so, so good. Wow, God, we just look to you. We just look to you, God. You're worthy of all the praise, of all the glory, of all the honor. But God, you are so good. Thanks, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So good, so good. Thank you, Jesus. place of worship. We're just going to continue to worship. He's so good. His presence is so awesome. God, we love you so much. Just continue. Just continue, Father, to move. We don't want to hinder your spirit at all, God, so just do whatever you want to do. Just do whatever you want to do. You're worthy, Jesus. In Romans 6, it says, verse 1, Well, then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? 
Or have you forgotten then when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined in his death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we know we will always live with him. We are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again. Death no longer has any power over him. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin. But now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. So you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. Amen. So talking about baptism that that we identify with Jesus as we are baptized We go down in the death and the burial and we come up alive. We come up alive. We are dead to sin. We are dead to old ways. We are dead to old things. And we come up alive in Christ, identifying with Christ. Okay, last scripture verse. And then we're gonna gonna start baptism, which is like my favorite day of life. Next to my birthday. Just kidding. (laughs) Or not. I don't know. Don't make me fast birthdays, God. (laughs) Somewhere in my Bible, there's a verse. Matthew 28. Jesus has died on the cross. And then there's those three days of the, the disciples wondering what's happening, what's gone on, what's going on, is he ever coming back, we don't know. And then Jesus shows up, there's the resurrection, he he rises from the dead and he spends time with the disciples and this is the last thing he says before he ascends to heaven, this is what he says. Matthew 28, he gives the great commission, verse 16, then the 11 disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him But some of them doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Jesus gives those last things, go and make disciples and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And be sure of this, I am with you. No matter what, be sure of this, I am with you. Every single moment of every single day, no matter what's going on, I am with you. And so today we are 
baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is a holy moment. This is an exciting moment. This is a moment where the church, yeah, we rejoice. Like, this is awesome. And we're going to see more and more and more of this in the days to come. We'll probably have to leave that set up at some point in time. So I'll call for uh, Wayne and Duff to come. I'll grab a microphone. And so what's going to happen is we're going to um, baptize. But while we're doing it, uh, we're going to have worship in between. So I encourage you just to stay in that place of just worshiping, just loving on God, just thanking God. This is, this is God in our midst, working in our midst, and we can just celebrate Him and worship Him and keep our eyes on Him. So let's call Little Miss Nadia up. Nadia, how are you? Come join me on the stairs so that everyone can see your beautiful face. All right, can, they, can everyone see? Stand up one more. Let's see. We want them all to see you. And then you can kind of be as tall as me because I'm really tall. I'm not really tall. <laughs> okay, what's your name? Nadia. Okay, and why have you decided to get baptized? Um, I want to show everyone I'm following God and I want God in my heart. You want God in your heart. You love Jesus? Yeah. yeah. Are you excited? Yeah. All right. How about you give me your towel and you go join them? I love you, Lord. <laughs> Though your mercy never fails me. In all my days, I've been held in your love. Until I lay my head, I will sing of the goodness of God. Thank you, Jesus. All my life, you have been faithful. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Keep going, yeah. Your voice, you have led me through the fire and darkest night. You are close like no Jordan, why don't you come on up? I love you like a father. I'll take that for you. So you've decided to get baptized today? Yeah. How comes? This is just my way of showing that I'm laying my lies in his hands and I'm trusting him completely. Also, like, there was a time where I was severely depressed and I felt so alone. But he proved to me that I wasn't. Amen. Amen. 
Father, we just pray over Jordan right now. And Father, I thank you that she will know the hand of God on her life all the days of her life, that she will feel your presence and know your presence and know who you are and know that she can trust you every single moment of every single day. Father, I thank you that today marks a day for her in history that she will look back on and know the goodness of God in her life, that she has changed situations around in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I just declare Jordan is marked for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. I will sing of the goodness of God. to be baptized today? Um, I was baptized when I was young and I guess I didn't really, looking back on it, I didn't really fully understand what I did then so as an adult I'd like to I feel I understand. So what does it mean to you? Just to, uh, I guess physically show up a spiritual decision that I made and in the and a, yeah, I guess in the rising up <clears throat> or um dying to self and being raised up. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's go. Honestly, ask your Megan. Megan. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is a mark in my life where I just feel that this is a journey I've started. A journey that I started not long ago. I repented my sins and Jesus Christ saved me. So this is a day that I give to Jesus Christ, Amen. to our Lord. Amen. That with all these witnesses, that we know the glory of God. Amen. So I give my life to you, Lord, mm. that I can be saved and that I will always walk in your way, that you'll always be in my heart. Yes. And forevermore that I will walk in your way, I will walk with you, and I will be with you forever. Thank you, Jesus. All the glory to Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> All right, I'll take your time. I'll carry till I see Jesus. stand and sing one more worship song before we end our service. Let's give thanks to God. He's been so, so, so good. I, I know that there's been many times in my life where I've gone through times where you wouldn't necessarily call them good. And you wouldn't call them easy. And I know that there's not one person in this room that has had it perfect and had it easy and haven't gone through hard times. And uh, even when, I, when I, I think of the times that I've gone through and the things that I've walked through in my life, I can look back and see the hand of God. I can see the goodness of God, that he's been faithful and that he's been good in every single moment of my life. It's not, that a, it's not that there's a lack of hard and it's not that there's a lack of circumstance, but there's an abundance of hope in the middle of it. There's abundance of goodness of God in the middle of it, knowing that he's holding you together no matter what you're going through. And so today, no matter what you are going through, no matter the struggle, no matter the circumstance, I encourage you, 
hold on to God, hold on to hope. The Bible says hope in God. Don't hope in the circumstance getting better. Don't hope in it turning out the way you want it to. Hope in God because he's faithful and he's true and his promises, they they don't fail. He doesn't ever, ever, ever fail. He's always good. Hope in God because he is always good. He can't be anything else. He can't be bad. He can't be sometimes good. All he is, is good. Hope in God. Hope in God. Let's go into that song. Sing of the goodness of God. of the goodness of God. given their lives to Jesus, make a public declaration of that. And so I would like to offer you all an opportunity to do the same thing, not to get baptized this morning, Mm -hmm. but to give your life to Jesus. So if there's anybody here in the room or anybody online who would like to give their heart to the Lord, I'm just going to pray. And you pray with me, pray after me. And and you can give your heart to the Lord. It's your your heart. You can give it to God. Mm -hmm. Father God, I thank you for the gift 
that Jesus gave us on the cross. I thank you for the gift of salvation. I thank you for the gift of healing. I thank you for all that you gave us when Jesus died. Jesus, thank you so much for dying for us. And I give my life to you now. I repent of everything that I have done wrong, everything willfully, everything unwillfully, everything I did not know about. Father, I just repent. Amen. Now, and I give my heart to you. Yes, God. I give my heart to you. Thank you, Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, that you move into my heart and that you take me as I am and I don't have to do anything to get better. I just have to give it to you. And I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So if you prayed that prayer with me for the first time, let one of us know if you're in the room. If you're online, um, let us know in the comments. Thanks. For more information about Embassy Church, visit our website at embassychurch.ca. Thank you.